It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Look! Ah! Ah! I'm alive! And you haven't shaved? No. No, he wasn't. I don't believe in it. You're going in the winter, like yeah, yeah. lumberjack uh, growth. <laughs> Grizzly bulsams. I know you've got two weeks of pent up. Oh, pace. yeah. Yeah. Hold them. <laughs> Hold them. I know. Five more minutes, not even. Mikey. What's going on today? Okay, well, tag board's not working. Classic tag board. But I can tell you what's going on today. So, we can't show you. I promise it's real. You go on our Twitter. We said Bull's back on Twitter this morning. Yes. And I said, I wonder what the – I tagged Bet Jack, who, by the way, is the official sportsbook of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. If you want to get in on the game, download the Bet Jack app today. It has all your betting lines, parlays, over-unders, point props, anything you could possibly need. Bet Jack is your go-to sportsbook in Ohio, undisputed, undefeated. Bet Jack, I would die for Bet Jack, and there's a reason why. They came back to us, and I tagged them and said, hey, Bet Jack, what's the over-under for how long Bulls' ultimate first monologue will be? And they set the line on his virus monologue. Not his overall sports takes for two weeks, on his virus for two and a half minutes. So in a oh, second, give me the over. I, I, I <laughs> hammered the over. I responsibly bet my life savings on the over. So as you can yes. see, I have the timer. Is this a real line? Can someone really bet that? You can't really bet it, but they actually <laughs> okay. did give us odds on it. They did give us odds on it. Because that's stealing. I would yeah. just, I'd pay both a quarter of my earnings to go 231. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't really bet on it yet. Maybe yeah. we can work in some UCSS parlays. I do want to get true and false with Bet Jack to give us real betting. That'd be great. So be on it. Yeah. But I'm going to hit the clock in a sec. And when I say go bold, the floor is yours. The mm. only rule, you have to start with your sickness. And then you get okay. to everything else. And I will tell and you whether or not. That's filling us in on yeah. what was going on. Fair, yeah, fair yeah. enough. And I will, I will let you guys record. know when 2.30 hits. So, Bull, are you ready? I'm, re- I'm ready. The timer in three, Boom, two, two, and one. one. Go! All right, let me tell you something. When I went through the last two weeks, I don't wish it on anybody. Not my worst enemy. Not even Baker Mayfield. I don't want him (laughs) to ever feel as sick as I felt. First of all, my house has been a house of horrors. For the last three weeks, there's been at least one member of my family that's been sick. First me, uh, first my son, then me, then my wife. My wife is still sick, so it's not over. She's doing a lot better. She's kind of where I was a few days ago. I had, over the last 12 days, knives in the throat, a terrible cold, pneumonia, an ear infection, and pink eye. And that's all that I can remember right now. Plus, they took a blood test because they were a little worried I had diabetes. Fortunately, I don't have diabetes. <laughs> Yay, no diabetes. At least not yet. At least not yet. I, you know, Is there a betting line on that? Next week, it could be. It could be. I've, I've already contacted the UH Weight Loss Surgery Center. I'm, I'm thinking about doing have that. Have you really? I have. I'm glad you I got injection. I'm, I just got a prescription for injections uh, for that will help me with weight loss. To, to curb my appetite because uh, I'm in desperate times. Desperate times come from desperate measures. I've been luck- stuck in my house. I've watched everything on TV. It's been awful. I was to the point where I was watching. I watched, started some movie last night. It was called like Dark Web uh, Anduhar 313. I don't know what the hell it was called. It was the worst movie. I, I couldn't shut it off because it was so bad. Did you ever have that experience? I have. It was yeah. so bad. You were like, I they made this a movie? These idiots got paid to make this, but it wasn't Anduhar. I don't know what it was called. But anyway, I was sick as bleep. It was an awful couple of is weeks. Knives to the throat of real medical condition. That is a diagnosis. <laughs> Look it up in the AMA journal, journals. Really? Knives in the throat. My goodness. Wow, bro. I thought you were making that up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But What's our timer? I think he's done. I was under. 
in just my medical stuff. Wow. And if, now he talked as fast as humanly possible. I know. Well, I'm just fired up today. There's he a lot of other things I want to get to. But are we going to do his hot takes from the two weeks? Yeah, we're going to do some now, end? some at the end. Okay. Well, some let, let me go. Let me no, go here, guys. Two hours on his takes. We could, said. but I'm going to keep it short well, and we sweet. Got, we got one more first, though. The other prop bet, bet Jack set was over under 35 seconds for a Baker Mayfield mention. Eight seconds. Way under on both. No way. Way That's under crazy. on both. There it is. Good job, you. Two weeks and eight there seconds. There it is. If you had to the get under, a Baker got Mayfield <laughs> mention in both, we missed you, my friend. Thank you, and oh. I'm happy to be back. I was sick of being in my house. I couldn't stand it. Another minute, I barely left the house. It was crazy. The, what, I mean, give just, us your Bengals thoughts. Well, oh, I talked to him yesterday. I got to yeah. preview this a little bit. Well, well, yeah. first of all, yeah. I I hate people that complain about referees. They didn't lose because the freaking referees. Right. They lost. I mean, they that penalty led to them losing. But I don't know that they would have won in overtime. And it was a good call. It was unfortunate. Sure. You hate to see a game you end that way. It. I mean, you but can't it was the right call, yeah, well. and I don't want to hear from whining fans that they missed this call and that call. Yeah. And and that's not just Bengals fans. Every fan base cries about officiating. It's so annoying. You have two choices. Either you think they're cheating, and if you do think they're cheating, then don't watch the games because what's the point if you think they're cheating? Uh, and if they're not cheating, then they're human beings, and they're going to get some right and some wrong. They don't hate your team. They don't hate my team. I'm not going to – you have the one minute when the call happens where you can scream and yell and act like a lunatic. I was upset, obviously, but the call was right. The loss was a crusher. My son was crying. I was bummed. It was a heartbreaker. It sucked. I thought the Bengals were winning the Super Bowl this year. It didn't happen. The Chiefs are a really good team. Uh, you know, now, politicians that talk about sports, shut the hell up. And this is not Republican or Democrat. They're equal idiots. The de- I assume the mayor of Cincinnati is a Democrat. I don't know that he's a Democrat. I assume in Cincinnati their mayor is going to be a Democrat. He's an idiot. Sounded like a complete fool. And then this guy in, in, in uh, Kansas. In, uh, where is he? I, I didn't see another one. The, the Missouri a- guy. Where the hell is Kansas? It's, it's yeah. Kansas, Kansas City in Missouri. Kansas or Missouri? Missouri? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know if it's in Kansas so or Missouri. There is a Kansas City, Kansas. Right, there but is. it's in Missouri. But, but the right. Kansas City is in, in Missouri. So this congressman from Missouri, who I think is a Republican, but again, I don't know. I don't care what he is. Just happens to be, so I just want to say I'm playing fair. I'm ripping one Democrat, one Republican. He was just made all these comments about the Bengals that were stupid. Shut up. Don't be, and then making fun of the guy who, uh, uh, Joseph Osai, who had the penalty. I mean, the guy's crying in the locker room. You don't need to be a, a douche about it when it's over. If the players want to rip the Bengals, I don't care. What are Mahomes your and Kelsey on, can say whatever on, they want. and the penalty. Uh, I, I, it's a stupid penalty. I'm yes, not going to kill the guy. He's right. a young player. He made a mistake. Obviously, I love the way his teammates had his back. It's a huge mistake. He played a great game. I thought he played very well. We'll take him in Cleveland. He's yeah, he's a hell of a... <laughs> yeah, if you guys are done with him in yeah. Cincinnati, let no. us know. I am done with Eli Apple. He needs to shut the hell up. I don't like him. He's not that good. If Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase want to talk crap, that's fine. They yeah. can back it up. Eli Apple can't. He's the worst starter on the Bengals. Cut his ass. Get his ass out of there. Wow. Tom Brady. I don't give a rat's ass that he's retiring. I'm not calling him the GOAT. I hate the word GOAT. I'm saying the GOAT three times just because I want to re- let you know that I hate that word. What and good for use? Tom Brady. What, what? Do you, what do you use? It's an acronym. I know. I just hate it. What do you use? Like, Nothing. Just you, He's great. He's awesome. He's the greatest of all time. I, I, he is great. I, if he's, uh, Rob, I got this, uh, this knucklehead Rob Parker on Fox Sports saying he should be in the Hall of Fame. One of the dumbest takes of all time. Yeah. T- t- well, let me, let me give you a little background on yeah. that. So, Rob comes at this, and I've had many conversations with him as a coworker with yeah. him for a decade. He's got angst towards the city of Boston for many, for, for obvious reasons. Yeah. As a black man in America who grew up in New York, he hates Boston by birth. Yeah. Um, he has long looked at Boston's fan base as a racist fan base. Uh, that be what it is. I, I've always told Rob, don't heap all of your baggage onto one guy that happened it's, to play it's there. Ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. He's hated Tom Brady from jump. He, yeah. he sent the tweet out, I love Rob. We are dear friends. Yeah. So I'll tell you, but I, I happen to agree with you. I, don't, I won't call him an idiot. I don't like and never have, and he knows this, his take yeah. on Tom Brady. The he's tweet not that an he idiot. Made, it's an idiotic take. Yes. It, you're right. He's yeah. a very smart guy. He's yeah, got yeah, a journalism yeah. bachelor, uh, master's of, in journalism no, from Columbia. But that's, he's brilliant. But yeah. the take, he sent this out. He's like, when you're talking about Tom Brady and the GOAT of all time, don't forget to talk about the fact that he cheated and, the, you know, the spy gate and, the, you know, deflate gate. And 
And he, but he compared wow. it to steroids. That's Shut, not the same I thing. Shut that's up, a Bill. ridiculous. Shut and up, by the way, I yeah. think all the steroid guys should be in the Hall of Fame personally. But that's that, that's a that's another story for another day. Right. Uh, good for Tom Brady. Goodbye. I don't want to talk about him anymore. Guess and, what? You're uh, going to see him a week from Sunday. One minute. Yeah. One, one minute, Bull. We got one minute before we got to get into. Yeah, I had one other thing. What did Sunday. I say? Save the rest for the end. He'll I feel like there was the one other thing I texted Fox. you about that I wanted to rant about. And I can't remember did, now. Did you, you said you, you did you watch some shows? No, you said uh, his Netflix bill this month oh three hundred seventy-five dollars. They just said we can't charge you the monthly fee <laughs> yeah. because our box is You're smoking over so here. Much. I just watched one terrible thing after the next. I'll <laughs> save the rest. There were two things on here you sent that we didn't get to. We'll get to those at the end. Here's a tease for the end of the show. People complaining about Tyler Huntley making the Pro Bowl and Joe, Jacoby Brissett not. Oh, yeah. And then also your Netflix movies, what you watched, actresses. Yeah, the Tyler Huntley. Like Let me do the Tyler Huntley. Yeah, I wish that was a topic because yeah, I don't Huntley. care about the Pro Bowl anymore. It's not a game. It's yeah. just a tag. But the fact that Huntley, with his numbers and the little here's, amount of plays. Here's why it's not a topic, Jay. It is so stupid. I refuse it's to so give it more dumb. attention. It's so dumb. I refuse to give it Tyler more attention. Tyler Huntley getting picked well, to the you, Pro you Bowl. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. McNuggets, just because you think it's stupid, you don't care, doesn't mean it's not a topic. I refuse that's to stupid. give the Pro Bowl Tyler any Huntley attention. No, that's stupid. Getting that, that's stupid. Tyler Huntley stupid, getting picked to the Pro Bowl is the dumbest attention. thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, we're it giving disgraces attention. the Pro Bowl. Uh, but arguing that Jacoby Brissett should be—he's not a Pro Bowler. Either. He's not, but neither is Tyler Huntley. Of course, not. that's the argument. The argument was never that Jacoby Brissett is a Pro Bowler. Wow! Never. What if I have to, if I obviously what Jacoby Brissett happen? was better this year than Tyler. Did Huntley. you see that? What you, did this happen? Huntley got named as that 19th alternate. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Now that whole process. Get a guy from another position. I've always thought that was anyway. stupid. I've yeah. always, always, always thought that that. First of all, the Pro Bowl is stupid. You're right, McNuggets. Do you, However, do you know the three Pro Bowl quarterbacks for the AFC are this year? Well, they're probably all. Guys that deferred one isn't going, two isn't yeah. going, three. So it is. We're arguing it's always been eight, that. nine, and ten. But for the I'm not arguing the Pro Bowl. I think that's stupid. I yeah. do. I think it's a popularity contest. Conklin's in this year. Yeah. Stupid. Doesn't Dumb. deserve it. Doesn't deserve it. I've watched him with my eyes you on every why snap. Why Teller? Zach Conklin? I'm Conklin? sorry, Teller. Teller. Oh, Teller. Teller. Yeah, yeah. Teller. Yeah, Teller. Teller. Not Conklin. Teller. Teller. Not Conklin. So here's what I here's my beef with the whole thing. If you're going to do it, and you are, they did. You're going to give it to Huntley, a guy that played six, four games he started. He threw two touchdowns. How the hell is he? How, whoever made that call, how are they saying? It's absurd. That he's more deserving because I, I, it is well, dumb. Well, why isn't Trevor Lawrence in there? He is. Forget Jacob. Oh, yeah, he is. He's, so a, he's the, the, the three, now. Carr. The three quarterbacks who will represent the AFC. Yes. And this is, no joke, this is option 8, 9, 10. And by the way, there's no football game. There's no there's it's dodgeball. Game. It's dodgeball and flag football. Yeah, I mean, so, it is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Derek Carr, who retired from Las Vegas, who now who, is going back to Vegas to be part of this. Yes, not only that, he didn't retire from Vegas. Vegas oh, retired Vegas him. Vegas sent him away, and he said, "I'm never." Well, who are the other options besides Jacoby? Well, obviously, said. Mahomes can't go. Burrow yeah, wants Bur- nothing Mahomes, to do with it. Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen rejected. All of them were like, they got "No, in. no, they were the three no." That got in. When it used to include a trip to Hawaii and their families, the guys were like, "Yeah, yeah right. I'll take that." That's kind of a you know, it's a, um, it's like a, not a lifetime achievement award, but a seasonal achievement award. Yeah. Go take the free right. vacation. Now it's to Vegas. It's and by the no. way, what, if, if it's to the point where we're debating Jacoby Brissett and Tyler Huntley, which as much as Jacoby Brissett doesn't deserve to be a pro bowler, deserves it a million times over Tyler Huntley, but who cares? If we're to that point, pick a guy from another position. They're not playing the game anyway, so what's the, what's the it's difference? It's just stupid. The whole thing is stupid. Yeah. I don't know. One time yeah. we talked about doing a whole show on how you fix the pro bowl. Yeah. I've, 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 I've learned. I know how. Yeah. yeah. Just get rid of it. I actually like that they're doing these other events much more I than do the Pro too, Bowl. But don't, that should be fun. Don't, don't call it a Pro Bowl. Just, no. Just go have fun. Do a, a yeah. Superstars contest what, or whatever you want to do. Yeah. But to think that the flag football game, and by the way, that isn't going to end well. Now, I know this was sand flag football, but yeah. remember when they used to play the rookie all Pro yeah. Bowl? Yeah. And it was a flag football game. Yeah. And the, the running back from the Patriots, Edwards, I think was his name. Got hurt. Destroyed tore his, his ACL leg. and never played again. Yeah, they shouldn't. They should just do the dodgeball is good and all these other I'll events. I'll watch dodgeball. So, I'll watch dodgeball. Bottom line, it's great to be back. Uh, I feel great. And a final, and and it's just good to be here because I was losing one my mind. Is that all of them now? Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, he's of got his moves. We'll one thought later. on the Pro Bowl, then Jay tease the rest of the show. We'll get into it. All right. Why not just name Pro Bowlers and don't play the game? That's what I said. Yeah, that's just just I, name them. That's what I said. Yeah. The, the game, yeah. the ritual of it, of the game. If just name the starters. None of these alternates. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you know what it is? It's, it's it's the it's the all pro team. Just that's it. That's we right. don't I agree. need 100%. this nonsensical because in our minds. 
we already know the huge distinction between all pro and pro bowl. Yeah. We know it. Of course. Yeah. We know what that distinction is. Name the starters and, for the pro bowl. No backups. That's and it. that's it. That's yeah. all. Thank you. All right. All right. Jay, uh, the rest somebody's of the show. standing at our door. Wants to get in. Could I anybody mean, see? I think the guy's coming in clean. But he, we, oh, we can't that, come in during the show. Um, that was kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah, John Betjack Anthony, go see at the door. You yeah, know, he was he wearing an Ultimate away. Cleveland Sports Show shirt. It may have been. It may have been our. Is it Dwayne? Custodian. I think it was Dwayne. I couldn't tell because the glare on the glass, but hey, it looked like Dwayne. Hey, did uh, he walk away? Does he need to come in? Oh, you, you know me. Like Dwayne's got a key. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ninety-three percent of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a seventy-five dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com/podcast. Just go to Indeed.com/podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com/podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, see, uh, maybe he was just checking us out. Hey, man, listen, man. Y'all Dwayne's too, the homie, by the way. Y'all, Thanks, Dwayne. Y- hey, y'all, Dwayne's awesome. Hey, y'all too inviting, man. Black people don't be doing that. Who that? <laughs> Who that at the door? No, I know Dwayne. Le- Dwayne's Le- Dwayne's hey, I don't know. Dwayne, I'm, 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 I said, let me uh, go ahead and... Dwayne's I'm, a huge sports hey, fan. Let me he go watches ahead us all the time. I know he does. I'm we could, shocked that he come down here thinking to clean. He knows when we're on. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe he just was checking us out. Maybe he just wanted to get a glimpse of Bull back in the building. Don't make me take my mic off, He may have saw the tweet we put out of Bull walking in. Can we play that? You won't have the music. Is Damn the issue. it. Let me go. I got to get my stuff up. To get and Tagboard's not working either. So. <laughs> I come back and Tagboard's not working. Uh, okay, tag quickly, quickly tag today's show, we're going to yep. hand out grades here in just a second. We're going to hand out grades on the coaching staff. Not one coach in particular. The, the, the conglomerate staff yeah. of coaches on the Browns. How did they do? Four categories. Good categories. Mm-hmm. We'll pass out those grades. DeQuell Jackson is going to join us bottom of the hour. Finally, we're going to give you the specific five worst penalties in recent football history or in McNuggets football history, right? You didn't go back. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't know the Dwayne Rudd run. That's on my list. Oh, okay. So, like, I went back to yeah, I, I did, I did some I know research. The one that's on my list, I know you, were, you weren't even born. Um, in fact, I don't even know if you guys remember this. Mm. Uh, you'd have to probably be 45. Or older. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you just, might just because you go down the YouTube rabbit hole, you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, we're playing I Think I Think, and that's all I have on that. It's NBA edition. Okay. I think, I think. So you're going to throw things out there, and we're going to tell you what we think. Is that I'm going to tell you what I think, and you guys tell me why I'm right or wrong. Okay. Uh, is JB the right coach for this Cavs team? Uh, good question. We're going to dive into that. Um, as much as I, I wanted him to be the right guy, I've, I've gone into the camp now. I don't think he is. Um, and I, I, we're not going to do final takes, are we? Because I had a, I had an interesting one that I really wanted to get Bulls take. Then we'll on. do it. Okay. It, it, if Bulls we, if got we can all say his stuff out early, so I built. And, and, and I do have end. to. And I do have to oh, shout oh, out somebody. I, there was something that happened in, in, with Ohio University. I think I shot a go. Right, so we'll do final takes. Okay. Then. Good. We'll make sure good. We get him in. All right. We're trying to save the time. Beautiful. All right. Uh, how do we want to start grades? Bull. Bull gives the grade card first. All right. Bull, you're up. I'm up. Let's see my grade card. Here we go. There's a report card. Uh, in-game adjustments, the Browns get a D. Oh, my God. Ours are almost identical. Uh, <laughs> what can you say? I mean, I, I probably could have given them an F. The Browns, this was something that I thought, actually, Kevin Stefanski, in his first season, did a very good job with. I thought he was a really good adjuster. And he's gone backwards on this. Mm-hmm. And if he can't turn it around this year, well, he's going to lose his job. Uh, the Browns seemed to never to be, be able to adjust. They were good on the first 15 plays. And as soon as they went unscripted, it's like they forgot how to coach. That was a clear problem throughout the entire season that never really got better and was a big problem on both sides of the ball. In terms of maximizing talent, um, that was my toughest one to, to come up with because I think there are really good examples of the Browns maximizing talent. And I think there are good examples of the Browns of wasting talent. But ultimately, I went with a B because the Browns made Jacoby Brissett mm-hmm. look like a good, solid quarterback. And you think what Kevin uh, – and, and with Baker in the past, although we're just looking at this year. But Jacoby Brissett looked like a, a starting NFL quarterback, and I don't believe he is. Uh, and I think somebody's going to get him as a starter next year, and he's not going to play as well. And I think Kevin Stefanski got the best out of him. And I think in general, Kevin Stefanski has done a good job of getting 
uh, taking guys who aren't great and making them better. Guys who are mediocre players are making them better. But there's a lot of examples on this team, especially on the defense, of guys that I think are more talented than they've performed. So that's why ultimately I went the B, but I, I could have gone lower. But because of Jacoby, I gave the B. We're dead on, Bull. Controlling the <laughs> locker room, a C minus. Um, I, I, I think overall, Stefanski has not done a good job of controlling the locker room. There's been a lot of yapping out of the locker room that I think is a problem. The only reason I didn't go lower than a C minus is because there's been no massive issues out of the locker room. Like, you've seen massive problems with other teams. There's been a lot of little nicks, a lot of little paper cuts, but nothing huge. Uh, I was debating between a C minus and a D, but because there was nothing huge, I went with C minus. And finally, finger on the pulse. Uh, I think I'm being actually generous giving him a D. I don't think Kevin Stefanski has much of a finger on the pulse of this team. I know he moved an office closer to the locker room to try to get a better finger on the pulse. It didn't work. So he needs, he's all, he, this team, they're always talking about we're looking, we're evaluating, we're reevaluating. He needs to reevaluate almost everything he does. I think there's a decent coach in there with Kevin Stefanski. Decent, not great, good enough. But if he doesn't find it amongst the, the yuck of badness this year, then he's out of here. And he, part of that, big part of that is finding the pulse of this team because he doesn't have it right now. There you go. Wow. It's very hard to argue with. Mine are almost identical. Really? I mean, even even the ones of wait, there's two of ours that are different. Yeah. You actually made argument for going in the direction that I went. That's funny. It's really (laughs) funny. Yeah. Yeah. You you make the point of I think there's a good quarterback somewhere in there or good quarterback coach, coach, good coach in there, but there's a lot of other things. Yeah. Messing that up. Yeah. Man. So uh, I guess this is me. this is my report card. Yes, yeah, me. That's me smiling down there. Let's let's get into this in-game adjustments. F. Straight off, straight off the bat. <laughs> let's just go ahead and get right to it. Yeah. Straight like no. I should have no, made mine an F. No, yeah. no, ch- no chasers. I mean, these these guys second half. These guys second half playbook. Anytime you can move the ball in one drive because you've been practicing those, those scripted plays all week, and then you go down get points. You look great, and then all of a sudden. You get to the second half, and it's nothing. You can't move the ball. Uh, you, the plays don't look the same. You got guys jumping off sides. No one is open. And it's just like it's just pulling teeth watching these guys trying to make adjustments. You see other teams, and, and I, I just go back to, once again, I always watch the teams um, that are in the playoffs because I, I want to me- measure myself against the best teams that are doing it that year. I go back and look at that Chiefs-Bengals game, and when you look at the Chiefs and Bengals, there was three different, three different playbooks, three different. That game had four different like phases and scripts. Like the first, you know, the the, the Chiefs come out and they come out with all the gadget plays, mm-hmm. and the Bengals withstood the gadget plays because you could get blown out on those plays. Then the Chiefs said, "Okay, well now we're going to start isolating different people. Let me just go to the Travis Kelsey. Let's see if we can get him going." They scored a touchdown on that. Bengals came back, made adjustments. Like, well, you're not getting that off no more either. And then it gets to, well, okay, let me just lean on Patrick Mahomes to kind of deviate and move and kind of make plays. The Bengals were like, well, listen, we we got something for that too. We're going to make plays on the football. We're going to get some turnovers. So when you look at that, those coaches and those teams made changes not within halves. They was doing it. In series, there's no drives with big drives. So that's where the Browns need to get. And obviously it wasn't where where it's at maximizing talent. I I didn't kill him on this. I I, I go a lot to what bull is saying to see. I give him his average because I do believe that they get Kevin Stefanski gets players who are mediocre medium. He gets those guys to play above their heads, right? And that's a skill set. That's a talent to getting people to perform up to where you're at. But I also think he has a, he has a major deficiency in, in terms of being too rigid to to really work with players who you need a little creativity, like guys like a Kareem Hunt, guys like an Odell Beckham Jr. Um, and it's just not about those names per se that didn't work out. It's about guys who have a different skill set. Somebody, you know, you know, one of my bosses, he said this, and it was, it was brilliant what he told me. He said, I didn't get it at the time, but he said, you know, sometimes you need, you're not going to have A playmakers all the time. You're not going to have A's. You're going to need to get the C's to the B's and the B's to the A's. And he says, sometimes you got an A playmaker that has playmaking ability that's a player that's an A, 
that you you got to figure out some different ways to, to motivate that get guy. even more out of him. Get like more, Miles right. Garrett. Right. We all think he's got another level where's as that, good as he is. Where's that next level that that Andy Reid's are getting right where he's getting Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is great. What's so scary about them is he, he gets Patrick Mahomes easy throws and he knows he can make all the hard ones to talent. He gets them to go above and beyond. So I think I can't I can't if he could just turn on that aspect and work with players. I think that's that's a communication piece. I think that's something you can work on. And if you give players a more of opportunity to come in and tell you, hey, these are the plays I like. These are the plays where we can get creative. I think you can work on that trait. So I give him a C uh, control of the locker room. I give him a D. It's, it, it's too many people talking out of turn. Um, there's a lot. Once again, I'm watching these other teams. I don't hear, you know, I, I can understand. I'm, I don't live in those cities, but you're not hearing some of the stuff we had. Think about it. You got Jadavian Clowney. This is happening all the time. This is in season. You had a problem with Jarvis Landry last year. You had a problem with Kareem Hunt during before the season. David and Joku, before he got his money, wanted to go. Miles Garrett had said multiple things going back and forth with Joe Woods and something. Yeah, you even had coaches. What coach gets to what defensive secondary coach gets to talk, right? Who says, yeah, man, we yeah, we really got to, we That's got why Belichick lets no other coaches talk. None of them dudes, Jay, none of those guys. Because what happens, you say something stupid. Or like, you get mixed messaging. Right. Who says we, we had a more difficult time guarding them because they had less talent on the field for the Bengals. <laughs> I've never heard much. That. I've never heard. So when you got, and then you even have the kicker in the sideline being like, just, just face fighting with you. Face what you, fighting. What face you doing? <laughs> why, why can't I kick that fifty yarder? I was, it was I, more like a sixty yarder. It was like, yarder like a seventy yarder. Yeah. You got your kicker who making seventy five percent of his kicks. He's giving the fu he, face. He's giving you the face fight. Like, yeah. I'm gonna see you tomorrow. Like, <laughs> come on, bro, get up out of here, man. Like, I give you a D. Finger on the pulse. He start. I wanted to give him an F on this one, but McNuggets told me I couldn't say this. But this is just for this year. But I'm gonna say it anyway. This guy, he's doing more press conferences. He's trying to be nicer to the people, the media. He's just trying to let you. He's trying to be. This is the case of me being like, you know, I went to counseling one time, one time. You know, I was like, I want. She was like, I want to divorce. I was like, I want to divorce too. So do you automatically got to go to counseling, right? You do? No, you don't. So oh, that's what I said. You just get a divorce, <laughs> right? You just get a divorce. At some point, at some point in time, like <laughs> it does you no good to sit here and, and put on a different face. It feel like he's in counseling, forced, put it on a different face because they like, yeah, you see, it's kind of hot. You might want to tell these media guys what's going on or give them a better press conference when you go seven and something and go in the basement. So I think right now he's in forced counseling. I know you're trying to smooth it over and do your thing, and I, I appreciate the effort. But the the bottom line is, you should have been doing this like G. Bush told you a whole two years ago. You could have bought yourself some time, Kevin. Now you're looking at four to six games. It is what it is. Like Bull said, you got to come out to shoot smoking. Uh, I, I, I wish you would have got this a little bit earlier, but I give you a D for understanding the polls because now. There's the consequence time of, of, your, of your tenure if you don't get it done. By the way, real quick before you put up Jay's uh, report card. So, Pat Shermer was here two years, right? He was head coach two years. Was it two or three? Two, I think three, he got I two. Think he, did he get three? I can't remember. Can you I, look that up real quick? Is Shermer three or three? How many Man. years Pat Shermer was here? Whatever it was before his last year, I think it was the second year, like we had been on the radio show, we had been, Dustin and I had been killing him. Yeah. Just killing him. They did Two? the same thing okay. to him. Deservedly so. They did the same and thing he to him. And he, he, they set up a meeting with Dustin and I in his office. Yep. Because they're like, we got to talk. They did the same thing. And I found Pat to be a really nice guy. I yeah. liked meeting with him. It's harder he to stick like a knife a in him. Yep. <laughs> it was, I felt, now I felt bad, but I still ripped him just Sure, much. you have to. That's Except your I job. felt bad when I did it, but it didn't matter. Right. Because you got to do what you got to do. Right. But uh, it was smart. It was yeah. a smart move by him. To, to G. Bush's point, it should have happened. It should have been that way from the beginning. Jimmy Donovan, who's the play-by-play guy of the team and probably has more cachet than any member of the media in this town. When, he, when his lips are moving and it's about the Browns, more ears are tuned in than anybody else in town, period. Especially Including Mary voice. Kay. Especially he's a voice. Like, and, and, yeah. and, and so that's the number one reason. The second reason is, during his time here, he has, and this takes years and years to do, and you have to have the comfort in your job security to do it. Right. When he sees something that looks like a flaming pile of dog crap, he calls it that. And 
That's why people listen to him. Even though he's a paid member, he's state media. Yeah. Right. But he does his job so well that there is no insulating the Browns <laughs> from Jimmy's thoughts. Right, right, Watch right. some little two-minute clips on YouTube after the game. They routinely get 15,000, 20,000 views I'm like, like that. He, 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 that was kind of harsh. I'm like, Jim, hey, I'm the Duke of knee jerk. I don't know if you can. <laughs> he says it how it yeah. is. And about a month ago, ju just after the season ended, he came out and he ripped the Browns for not being transparent enough. He hears every fan say the same thing about the news conferences. He doesn't say anything. Kevin says the same. We got to do better. We're going to do better. We got to get better. We're going to do better. We know this isn't acceptable, <laughs> but, but you're not saying anything. It's very frustrating. And so Jimmy yeah. came out and said, you got to pull back the curtain. These fans are different than Lions fans. These fans are different than a lot of other fan bases. We have stuck around in the face of horrendous football for three decades. Not many teams can take that kind of blow. The Redskins once upon a time were up here. Yeah. Their season waiting list was the longest in the NFL. They longer than band, the Cowboys, Jay. longer than the Raiders. They have a band. Right. <laughs> and you know what's happened to the now commanders? Crickets at sure. their games. Because they've been, the NFC's not even as bad as the Browns, because they've had years where they have been. Yeah, We've been worse. Yeah. Their fan base, although the hardcore fan base is still there, all that fringe that was had a 50,000 uh, season ticket waiting list, they're gone. I think all teams should be – pulling back curtain doesn't mean pulling it back all the way. No, you don't it have to show us everything. It back a little bit. But tell us stuff. Yes, especially when things are crappy. Teams should do that. Yes. Give us a little something so we can understand what you're doing. And to your point, don't do it because someone in management or marketing or, or publicity said, yeah. Kevin, they're killing us over this. you got to do it. Do it because you realize that we as the ticket-paying public – Deserve better, and, and I'll give you. We've that. stuck around yeah. through some horrendous football, and people think that we do it. Like people think, like, and I, I always tell people, I'm not part of the media, but you, yeah. but look, you bro, are. I am. But yeah. the real, real, realistic part about it is, it's not. I don't get nothing to to beat the Browns up, bro. I would love for them to win. You know what, my, I would listen. The residuals on what it looked like if the Browns and people was excited to talk about them for our jobs is great. We don't get no money for them saying they're bad. So, like the thought process is, yeah, we're just trying to stir up the pot. The, listen, they do a good enough job of just yeah. stirring the pot. They them. give us the, they give us the ingredients. We don't need to stir we it up. No. Need, there's no need to <laughs> Let's stir. Let's bring Dequell in. Dequell, good to see you again. I, I brought you in because I'm going to give, I'll go through my grades very quickly because I want you to also, great to see Ooh, you again. Oh, that hat Love is the hat. fire. Nice hat. Where'd you get yeah, that yeah, from? Yeah. Is that a new playoff. one? Oh, playoff. Playoff stadium hat. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, we got I'm going to zip through mine. Um, I'll, I'll basically talk about the similarities and differences between Bull, G, and mine, and then I want your thoughts. Uh, In-game adjustment for me and finger on the pulse, exactly what you had, D on yeah. both. Uh, McNuggets, I don't know what the graphic is titled. I think it's point differential by quarter. Yeah, we got you. Can you, can you give that to me? The, Some uh, grades are given the, by like it's 33. student participation. Well, how do you judge that? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, preparedness. How do you judge that? Then other grades are given by exams, tests. You took a test, 100 possible, you got a 76. Right. This is one of those grades. This is the absolute metric for how you make in-game adjustments. They come out in the first quarter. They outscore their opponents by 26 points. So during the week, they did the work. Their 15-play scripted drive scores a touchdown or goes to a field goal. And then after that, look what happens, guys. While yeah. the other team is making changes to what you've done in the first quarter, you're standing pat on both sides of the ball. You're being outscored by 30 in the second quarter, 27 in the third, and in the decisive quarter of most football games, you're being outscored by five. That is, I, I should have given them an F. And by the way, I feel like, uh, and this is uh, maybe oh, not fair. I'll have to double check this. My feeling is the fifth quarter is probably misleading. The four, fifth fourth quarter. quarter. The fourth quarter is probably misleading. It's probably even worse. Garbage points. Because the Browns were blown out more than they yes. blew teams out You're right. and scored some garbage points. You're right. In those games. You're right about that. Neither here nor there. Yeah. Th th that is it's very measurable. Yes. And by any metric, that speaks so poorly to how this team is making in-game adjustments. You better get better at this next year because I don't care how much you practice your first 15 plays. I don't care if you score a touchdown in your opening drive 17 time next year. The problem is you're getting out coached from the first quarter on and it's not even close. The points 
What it was 30, 27, and five. So you're getting outscored 62 points in the second, third, and fourth quarter while you're outscoring your opponents in the first quarter. That's a bad yeah. look. Maximizing talent, just like you, you gave them, I think, a B. I yeah. gave them a C. I thought Jacoby Brissett, I couldn't give them anything less than a C strictly because of what he did with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. The guy is the quarterback whisperer. We saw what he was able to do with Baker Mayfield. We saw what he's been able to do with Jacoby Brissett. We saw what he was able to do with Case Keenum and another backup last year in games they should have gotten blown out and they were either in or won because Stefanski gets his quarterbacks ready. DPJ and Pochich too. You're right. DPJ, Pochich, guys that made huge jumps. Now, I still think uh, they didn't get enough out of Bell. They saw enough out of him on draft day yep. to take him, and they thought they were going to get something out of out of him. They didn't. I'm not going to kill him for Schwartz because this is just to last year. So we're just going to keep it to things we saw last year. The next topic, controlling the locker room. I, 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 this was really hard for me. This was the highest grade I've given in either offensive, defensive, or coaching. Here's why I gave them that. I know you gave a lot of examples of things that happened before this year. Mm-hmm. Had I done that, it would have been a D. Because yep. there were the Beckham and Baker deal, I thought was poorly managed. Yeah. But I can't hold them. You know, this is a new grading period, and I was quite frankly stunned that there wasn't more division within the ranks early in this season because it was that bad. After the Jets game, I I thought there'd be four players on the team that said, "I don't believe in this coaching staff." At, at, at what we just went through. I don't believe in this coaching staff, but we really didn't see that. No, nope. we did see the Jadavion Clowney. That was late in the year, last game of the year, last game of the year. So that's why it wasn't a higher grade. But uh, quite frankly, based on the kind of season they had, seven and ten, based on the defense at times being over the last quarter century the all-time worst run-stopping defense we've seen in the last twenty-five years. The fact that we didn't have more players coming out saying, "What the hell's going on here? We're better than this." Why are we not as, as good as the sum of our parts? So B minus, that's the best I could do. Finger on the pulse, bull. I thought your argument. I can't add. I can't add anything to that. He's. It's almost like he's. He's with Paul D. Podesta in California. Yeah. And he flies in for game day, because I just don't think he had the finger on the pulse of this football team. And that, to me, that's the most important thing. Why is Philly having so much success right now? Sirianni's a good coach. Don't get me wrong. They've completely bought into him and his messaging and his mantra. I saw the same thing happen in Tampa Bay in one year. Dungy was there. He had one very distinct style. It was not a fire and brimstone style. They had all this talent and kept underachieving. They bring in the fire and brimstone guy. The team rallies around Gruden. They love this guy the first year. They win the Super Bowl. Sirianni's going to win a Super Bowl this year because his guys will follow oh, him. I think they're going to win. Huh? I do. They're going to follow him to take any hill they need. Mm. And I I just don't see our team following our coach did to DeQua- take a hill. Did DeQuell fill out one of these, <coughs> these questionnaires? No, but I, I was filling it out as you There you go. Talking. Okay, great. I would like to hear it. That's why we brought you in cool. for the end here, so you can sort of tell us where we were right, where we were wrong. Yeah, so and, and before you showed the – in terms of in-game adjustments, before you showed the uh, the graphic of – how the team progressively got worse from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. Yes. It reminded me, it actually changed my grade. I, I had them at a D, right? And that actually, by seeing that graphic, it should be an F. Yeah. But then I started thinking, you're right. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I was like, okay, let's go back to the beginning of the season. What actually happened? I think a lot of that had to do with the defense because if the defense would have played marginally better, I think that could, I mean, it wouldn't have been, it would have been marginally better, but not, not like from a D to a, a B plus or anything right, like that. Right. Um, but you, you, you were spot on. A D is the is the grade I give them. Listen, the first half of the season, Jacoby Brissett played well. This team played, you know, productive football from the offensive side of the ball. But as we we all know, as the game unfolded, once. Other the opponents locked in on what they were actually doing. That creativeness was just wasn't there. It was very vanilla in terms of an offense. So, uh, yeah, I, I'll stick with a D. Maximize, maximizing talent. Wow, you guys may jump on me about this. I, I give them a B minus only, no, only because, no, only because of, I was a C. I was a C. If you remove Jacoby Brissett from this equation, then it's it's a C C minus. 
I think because he played very well in the first half of the season. Now, he was put in some tough situations early in the season, the Jets game being one that stands out. And he just – I remember interceptions late in the ball game when the ball was in his hands when they had to go down the field right. to uh, make a play. Uh, but I, I agree with you, Jay, in terms of David Bell. David Bell was like a ghost this year. You didn't know when he was on the field. When he was, he was non-existent. He wasn't a contributor. And a guy drafted that high needs to – needs to be a constant contributor to the team. So um, maximizing, maximizing talent, I'm going to go B-minus. And Jacoby Brissett holds a lot of that way. Now, Dequel, B, I, I can see where you say B-minus. Like, yeah, I look I at it. I B because of Jacoby, mostly. But we got to also look at Nick Chubb had 1,500. You, you, right. look at, you, you look at Amari Cooper. He had one of his best seasons yeah. that he's had of his career. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. he, the guys true. I mean, guys played well. Certain, I mean, Miles Garrett had 16 sacks. I mean, it's right. not like right. they were garbage, garbage, but it's like the, it's right. the difference between but the top. What you're explaining there right. is Bull is appropriately named it the studs or duds. Right. And I don't even think you gave it the name based on this team. No. But when you look at yeah. the Browns right now, they seem to be studs and ducks. They are. They've got such a yeah. problem. They have right. three likely Hall of Famers on this team yeah. and one playoff win. They're yeah. very top heavy. Very top heavy. Yeah. There's no that you need the you need the the the, the, the like grass level guys to play better than you know at your third, the fourth and fifth round guys, your undrafted guys that you come that you bring in, they have to be contributors. And I think that's the biggest um, pendulum swing. With you the look team. at the quell, you look at the four teams that were in the, in the conference championship games, the Bengals, the Eagles, the chiefs mm -hmm. and the Niners, those teams are low. Yeah. All those teams have some stars, but the, right. where those teams are really loaded is with those second and third tier players, yep. the good right. players, guys that are never going to the hole that most right. people will forget about 20 years from now. But mm -hmm. if you bring it up and say, hey, remember that guy? Yeah, he was a hell of a player. He was a really good player. It's like their stars elevate everybody That's else. It. And for some reason, our stars didn't elevate no, everybody no, we else. Don't, the Browns don't have a lot of those good, solid guys. They have, they have more than the average team of stars. By the way, I think the Bengals are a great example of what you Bengals just said. are a great example. Yeah. I think what yeah. we've seen them do on defense, credit Anarumo for a lot of that. Yeah. But mostly it's the same guys. Bengals and don't have – I don't these even guys think are they have a out of their minds. I think DJ Reader is their best player on defense. He is a yeah. he's a pro bowl, all pro – he wasn't an all pro, but he's, a, he's that caliber of player. Everybody right. else on their defense is just really good. Right. Really good. They play well together. They play yeah. well together. That's it. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're exactly right. It's a bunch of young guys, a bunch of no-name guys. Other yeah. than a handful of guys, the offense takes the bulk of that, their celebrity. But you're right. That defense, that team itself is just uh, just an example of playing team ball and playing together and believing in the message. And guys just seem to get along. And, and I'll say this. They seem to have the right guys in terms of leadership in the right places to, in order for that team to move the way they are. And it starts with um, – um, uh, uh, Burrow, you know yeah. Burrow. Is, I mean, he's an ultimate leader. You, you could, you, he wears it. He is who he is, and I think it permeates throughout the rest of that team. We, 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 got, the, well, we got to get that. We got to get Amaruno, whatever his name, Amaretto, Sowers, whatever. <laughs> we got to get him up out this division, bro. Yeah, I, I'm rooting we, for him to take. One get, of these he need to get a job <laughs> somewhere. He, he making it tougher <laughs> right now. I don't like that bull. <laughs> this, he, I yeah, know. yeah, no. They're solid over there, man. They, they really are. And they're only going to add more pieces. And yeah. especially while Joe Burrow's on his rookie contract, you really got to load up. So that that's a scary sight for the Bengals and, and for the Browns moving forward, knowing how how scared this team could be right now and how how scared they will be in the future. What's what do you got for the last one? Finger on pulse. Uh, finger on the pulse. You know, because of all the things you you had your guys, the star players play well. I don't think there was any guy that we thought outside from the defense offensively. That's where. Kevin Stefanski spent most of his time. It's clear. He got the most out of this team uh, offensively. But, you know, towards the end, I've been in the locker room where you're not winning games and, you know, your message starts to get lost. You know, guys stop paying attention. And then you have guys like Clowney towards the end just, you know, speak out of turn and, and just tell his truth. Uh, but I give him a C. I give him a C. And that's okay. very generous. I give him a C on, on this just because – you know, he held it together. At one point, they were still, we were still talking about a potential playoff berth. And you know, then you had to, you had to add in the fact Deshaun Watson came in late. Now you have to retool the offense. 
Um, and he still, you know, obviously he could have played a lot better, but I, I give him a C on the, in this regard. And, and it can be a lot better. I think that's why they went out and signed a guy like Jeff Schwartz, uh, Jim Schwartz, to come in to be a CEO of the defense because he realized what his limitations were. I was going to ask whole- you that. I was going to ask you that, Dequell. It, it just seemed like there's certain positions that play so badly when you watch it. I'm not sure if they were being coached up correctly. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what 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 the attention to just in, you know you know you when you go through the individual drills, the block shedding, the the how you approach stopping a run, the fits. Um, you know, I'm not sure that they was being even coached at that level. I think they they believe if we bring Jim Schwartz in, we might be able to upgrade just by the fact that we're gonna be going you upgrade back to the fundam- message. Fundamental. You're gonna upgrade the message. The yeah. message is everything. When a guy can walk in with credibility, he's been in the league for God knows how long. He's coached Pro Bowl, All Pro caliber players. The messaging. I mean, the X's and O's. Every guy's going to know the X's and O's. It's who can can stand in front of a, a bunch of grown men week in and week out, regardless of wh- whether you have a winning or losing record, that can command the room. I think his message. If you ever met him, been around him, he commands the room, and he's going to that to me is what was lost last year and it became evident because if you're not demanding the room, then what type of demand are you putting on your position coaches to coach these guys up? You know, I know they're being coached up, but it was just a, it seemed at times to be a disjointed message going on. And I think it permeated and and trickled onto the field. Yeah. I don't think the passing game coordinator is going to say in an interview next year, if he's still here under Schwartz, you know, the biggest problem we had with the Bengals was that <laughs> they were playing without Chase and Higgins. That threw us for a loop. We were not ready for that. It's a good thing Tyler Boyd didn't get hurt. Otherwise, we would have yeah. completely yeah, you take Boyd out of the game. And Burrow. Thank God Burrow stayed healthy. Yeah. Because if you if you try to back a quarterback out there. You bring Brandon Allen in. We're not going to know what the We need to control all the That's dirty. That's dirty. Like, the, those are the kinds of things, That's to your dirty. point about the other coaches. Like, you, we sometimes fail to forget a about them, when we fail to think about them, we just think about the defensive coordinator. Yeah. One thing, too, Dequell, when I was making my grades, this is what happens when, when a coach is spending most of his focus on one side of the ball. I found myself, when we were doing the offensive and defensive grades earlier this week, I found myself almost exonerating Kevin Stefanski on the defense. Yep. Yep. When we talk yep. about the defensive yep. fails, we don't talk about Stefanski. Nah. We talk about Joe Woods. That, yeah. to me, is the danger yeah. of being mm-hmm. viewed as the offensive guy because mm-hmm. you were the offensive guy. You only had to worry about that when you were in Minnesota. See, now <laughs> you also have to worry about the defense. And yeah. I think I unfairly was letting Stefanski off the hook for some of the defensive shortfallings or shortcomings because I kept thinking, well, you know, he's the offense. No, we got to stop giving him that pass. He wants to call the plays, fine. Then figure out how you're going to make your days 30 hours long so you can also spend the same amount of attention on the defense. Let me ask you this. Did you ever coach, did you ever play for a head coach who was offensive-minded and at times you felt like the middle child looking at him saying, bro, what about us? We're on the field oh, half yeah. the time, too. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. A- a- absolutely. Even so, you know, after the game, the the standard procedure is, you know, when you walk in on Monday and you've lost the game, the, uh, you know, typically head coaches will put up 10 to 12 plays that could have been the difference of the game, and he'll divide it in half. It'll be six offense, offensive plays, six defensive plays. But you could tell when the guys were – swayed the other direction it was like we were an afterthought it was like okay well you know we'll only be brought up if we if we uh obviously if the game was let down on us uh, from the defensive standpoint but yeah you feel like that and i think you know some guys deal with it differently some guys take it as a personal challenge and the coaches as well and you kind of you kind of you know have that message like hey listen you know we're not going to get any credit in the building so we need to do it (laughs) you know on our end and you know what you know, that, that's how you divide from within right there. I saw it mm-hmm. when I covered Tampa Bay. Uh, I used to hear the defensive guys all the time oh, complain yes. about the offense. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. my God, can you give us more than nine points? If you guys yeah. gave us more than nine points, we wouldn't <laughs> be 12 and four. We'd be 15 and one. 
Yes. And or maybe not have Trent Dilfer at quarterback. Well, no, this was even after Dilfer oh. was gone. This was when Sean King was there. Like Sean King. Yeah, yeah. Sean King. Yeah, oh. Sean King. Hey, Sean won his, like, first 11 Man, games. Yeah, it's amazing. He was, it was yeah. unbelievable the way he started. But I saw firsthand the resentment between the offense and defense. I used to – Warren Sapp wasn't diff- good at holding his tongue. But that's different than the coach spending time with one side. No, Tony was a defensive guy. Tony was – that. Tony was yeah, to right. the Bucks what Stefanski is to yeah. the Browns. Tony it can definitely was, be not a locker room. And it Tony was, be you know, he was, because he was spending so, I mean, he's the architect of the uh, Tampa two, two, you know, the cover two. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it was, he was so good on defense that he <laughs> spent the bulk of his time where he knew what he was doing. And I think the offense was looking over at the defensive side saying, yo, Tony, uh, we need some attention. See, and I think that was last year with the Browns. Doesn't think Andy Reid spend the majority of the time of the offense? You think? I'll give you an example. I don't know. You guys, you guys, you guys have all been you, 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 you've been married longer than me. You know, uh, I figured out that uh, you know halfway through a divorce, I, I just, I was like, well, I go to work. That was the crickets in the sound when she was like, well, listen, that's bare minimum. Yeah, you got to keep a job. You got to keep some food on the table, dog. But uh, there needs to be some other things going on around here. You, it's, it's chores to be done. We got some business to take care of. And you actually got to like me and, and talk to me nice sometimes. <laughs> talk to me nice sometimes. Sometimes. Like sometimes. All Not all the time. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm looking at my no. he likes me box and there's no check in it. You can't. Yeah. Hey, you got it. You don't get no credit for yeah. just doing one thing. You got to do a uh, lot of things. Hey, I'm, I'm curious to quell on a really an unrelated note, although I did mention Andy Reid there. Has there ever been, a, like, five years into the career, and you played with Andrew Luck, who was really awesome coming out of college. Yeah. I, in my 43, 44 years of watching football, mm-hmm. I have never seen a better player first five years of his career than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I, don't, I, yeah. I, I think if he stays healthy, he's going to be the greatest player ever. I know it's five years in. I know Brady's retiring. <laughs> But right. Mahomes five years in, way in my opinion, way better than Brady five years in. Oh, and no if he question. gets his second Super Bowl in five years, yeah. what what say you as a guy who played in the league? Yeah, I, I think you're right because he's he's going to what five consecutive AFC Championship games. Yep. This will be what third uh, Super Bowl. Third Super yep. Bowl. Yeah. Third Super Bowl. Uh, the the only Andrew Luck is a great comparison, but I don't Andrew Luck his first maybe three years. It was like first round of playoffs. Then yeah. he got to the second round of playoffs. Then he got the AFC Championship game, and then it kind of dropped off. Injuries kind of, um, you know, took over from there. But I can't think of another. And you got to, I can't think of another guy who's had more success other than Joe Joe Burrow is creeping in that conversation. Right, but um, Joe's got to win a Super Bowow before he. he uh, gotta win Super Bowl. As much as I love Joe, he's not in the conversation with Mahomes yet. He's no, in no, the no, conversation what, what, with everybody else. He's in the but next he's, tier. Yeah, and that's a small group. Yes. Yeah, and you got to remember Mahomes has the individual statistics, the MVPs, the playoffs, the Super Bowl yeah. appearances, the skill. And the skill is absurd. Yeah. I mean, he's just yeah. he's insane. The talent's insane. And he took over and he took over a team that w- wasn't bad. He took over a team right. uh that was, you know, had a winning quarterback. You right. know, so yeah. he, he so he stepped right in and, and propelled this team uh, forward. But yeah, I, I now, think you're right. I, don't, I can't think of anyone else that has this much. If, if, if he can stay healthy, yeah, and Andy Reid can keep adding pieces to help him out. If, if they can get a freaking running game, oh my god! This, well, this, I think about that, Dequell. Think, think about that. His entire time there, outside of the one year with Kareem Hunt, he's never had a great running game. Now I thought Pacheco yeah. played nice down the stretch, mm-hmm. but he's right. never had a top runner except for that one year with Kareem Hunt. He right. lost his best receiver. I know he's got Kelsey, who's a Hall of Famer, best tight end ever, in my opinion, and he's phenomenal. Tyreek Hill's a top five wide receiver. He's gone. They replaced him with Juju Smith-Schuster, who's a decent player, but not anywhere close to Tyreek Hill, and the offense was better this year. That's crazy. So I, it's so crazy. I can I think, so I, I can pretty much assume you got the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. I right? do. I mean, I, lo- I think the Eagles are phenomenal, too. I think it's going to be a close game, a great game. But I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes. Well, the, that, dude, that dude in the last, I mean, the, the fact what he does with 20 seconds and, and 10 seconds and <clears throat> in this game last year. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You know why, guys, I ultimately think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl? I'm curious all your takes on this. Yeah. I feel like the um, 
the, uh, the Eagles have not been tested in two months. I don't right. think they have a weakness, though. Right. And, and that, uh, whereas the Chiefs yeah. just yeah. beat yeah. their biggest nemesis. The Bengals are their biggest nemesis. The Bengals had beaten them three times in a row. That's why the Chiefs reacted the way they did when they won with all that trash talking because they had been embarrassed by the Bengals for a year and they beat they beat them in a tight game when the Bengals had beat them in three straight tight but games DeQuell, let me and ask they you got this. pushed. Like, the Eagles yeah, have, and they the were Eagles have played a but, joke. But they played nobody. Sometimes, though, and DeQuell, I'm curious your takes on this. Sometimes... And I think the Bill, the Bengals got caught up in this. The Bengals put so much into that Bills game, so mm-hmm. much into it, that ultimately they weren't ready for their next opponent. I think the Bengals put so much, or excuse me, Chiefs. the Chiefs put so much into that Bengals game. All week they kept hearing about Burrowhead. You can't beat this team. Yeah. They have your number. Now, where meantime, Philly... And their path has no question been easier yeah. to get to where they are. I think ultimately that will help them in the Super Bowl because they haven't been battle tested like this. Yeah. They haven't been pushed to the limit. They were resting yeah. their players in the fourth quarter of the championship game. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think they have a weakness. I think they're strong in every single area. Be- Defensive be- backfield, up front, running game, passing game, quarterback. I don't know where they're weak. Before we give us a Duquel to, to, to see who you you believe or who you agree with or don't agree with, uh, this comes down to one Jalen Hurts. True. See, Jalen Hurts, see, you just go back to Alabama. See, they brought Tua in because they felt like Tua could get the job done on, on certain things because you was limited. Now you're going to have an opportunity to say, okay, I'm going head-to-head with Patrick Mahomes. And here's the thing. You're not going to be able to just run the ball. You're not going to be able to just scramble and get these little these plays. You're not going to be you go. If you play the Chiefs, we learned here in Cleveland when we had our one little cup of coffee, you going to have to beat them. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You got to, like, you're going to have to have the ball and you're going to have to put some points on the board after he didn't score or you're going to have to put the game away when it could be close. Like, Patrick Mahomes, 14-21, ain't going to get it done. I see Deshaun Watson it was the Texans be up 31-7 to on them and they looked like they was dead. That game and, was nuts. And they didn't put him away. <laughs> he going to go head-to-head. And if I'm, for my money, I'll say, I you I, I, give me Patrick Mahomes. I just Who I do just you got, Nicole? Yeah, so this game is very evenly matched, in my opinion. But the difference maker, if, if for the Chiefs, I, I do lean more so towards the Chiefs, only if they're healthy. Because I don't know if you noticed in that game against the Bengals, when Tony went out, the receiver, yeah. Andrew Smith was out, and then you had to lean on your tight end. You had to you had to bring in, you know, uh, you had to go to a block them up look where you had to bring Kelsey in the block. That's true. Chip. So, that hurts. So. Yeah, it hurt them bad. They, they 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 stumbled a bit. They stubbed their toe a bit until they got a big rhythm. And then, you know, Patrick Mahomes did what Patrick Mahomes does, make magical plays in the pocket. If they're not healthy and and with the their defense being a little, you know, kind of that bend-don't-break type of mentality, you know, this thing could easily, you know, turn for the Eagles. But my pick, if they come out healthy, you get those two guys healthy, uh, Juju Smith and Tony, I think that the Chiefs, it's going to be a close ball game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any stretch of imagination. So I'm the only guy picking the Eagles here. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. I think the wow. Chiefs are this. The Eagles, this is the first time. You know, I just think you don't See, win it. It's not the their first time. They they won five years ago, and they've got carryover on this yeah, roster. Yeah, not, not with this team, not with this quarterback. No, I think you're a lot right. has been given to them. I think when you, to win the Super Bowl, you got to earn it. It takes – the Chiefs, are just, I, I, it's hard for me to go against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the other everything. thing, too, is you've had you a high ankle. One leg. I'm guessing you know? you've had a high ankle at some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when the game was over, everybody sort of exhaled because they're like, wow, now we've got two full weeks to get 
two weeks is nothing for a high ankle sprain. Nothing. Two weeks. Nothing. He is going to, at some point in the Super Bowl, do what he did against the Bengals. Put pressure right. on it with the wrong angle, and he's going right. to he's going to re-injure it, and it's going to it's a flare-up injury that, honest to God, truth be told, for everybody that's had the high ankle, they will know this is true. It mm-hmm. takes six weeks of inactivity, mm-hmm. no yes. weight. Just, yeah. I mean, you could put weight on it and walk, but no, no strenuous activities, no cutting, no running, none of that. And Mahomes yeah. does that. I don't yeah. think he's going to be 100. percent And for that reason, but he I think wasn't 100 percent against the Bengals, which was, and he didn't need to be because did. it was the Bengals. I just think I, if the Bengals had won, I would also be picking the Eagles. I just look yeah. at the Eagles roster. You'd mentioned like this them. earlier. I, like I did a serious roster inspection of the Eagles before the NFC Championship game. And I'm looking at it going, my God, how did they get all this talent? Yeah. How did they do this? But the Chiefs are loaded with talent, too. They're loaded with talent, but I think the Chiefs have weaknesses. I don't think the Eagles do. I don't know. I mean, the Eagles have had, like, two first-round picks in, like, two of those. And since the five years, they've had. That's how they, you do it. They've been top But they've also gone out and, and, and acquired players. Yep. Yeah. A.J. Brown. Which is the, the A.J. Brown the thing. free agent signing of the, the offseason. Unbelievable. And then they added in Dominican Sue. That was a trade. Right. If, 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 for Reddick? Oh, Reddick. I yeah. thought you said no, no, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's sorry. a trade. Hassan Reddick was a free agent. Yeah, yeah. But, but the Brown thing, I'm, I'm, I'm still, still confused. like. I'm confused. How did that yeah. happen? How, how? how did that happen? <laughs> Why? And then, you know, the, the, and Dominican Sue, if he makes one big play in the Super Bowl, that yeah, but all really, it. guys, the Eagles were this good this year because Jalen Hurts went from just a guy to an right. MVP caliber player. I think he year. did that because of his head coach. I do. I think. I, I think that's unfair to, to to give the coach credit for. for he was. He why, was why, why we give him by the way? Not but, too much credit. But the too same much thing. Credit. We're doing the same thing in Tua in in Miami with Tua. I'm still not sold on Tua. I'm not sold on. Listen, I've heard I, I don't know that I'm sold on either guy. Here's what I am sold on. Yeah. They work with the guy that's there now and the people that I, If are I had now. to bet on one of them being better in the next five years, I'd bet on Hurts over Tua. I would too. But I, I, I don't think that. Hurts, we're never going to be talking about Hurts like we talk about Mahomes. Philly's no, going to win because they've got a capable quarterback. Kansas City's going to win because they have an all-time great quarterback. Agreed, but, but, but I think Hurts is better than capable at this point. He's got to prove it for more than one year. I though. agree with that. And, DeQuil, right. you know, it's, it's about the system. It's about the By system. the way, guys, listen to this. The Saints are interviewing former Browns defensive coordinator Joe Woods for their D.C. job. He'll work again in the league. Joey Woods, what do you think about that? You going to call your buddies in New Orleans? You have anybody? I, I do. Uh, Ross, he's, he's over. Uh, he's over. Locked on Saints. I, I hope they don't watch the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Well, he does. No, I'm hoping the Saints management does it. And McNuggets, don't forward that graphic to them. I will not. I yeah. do have two yeah. things for Dequell, though. Yeah. What you got? Okay, DQ. This is the last time we're going to talk before I have to do stand-up comedy next week at a big. <laughs> Wait, you doing stand-up comedy? comedy? Yeah. I lost dogs. our fantasy league. I got to do stand-up oh, comedy. Know about I got to open for Polk. I forgot about it. Yes, that's right. Wait, you're really doing this? Yeah. Next Wednesday. So oh, if yeah. you can, so oh, if you oh, can, if you can get get a ride over here, bro, we're going. The whole group's going. I'll copy yeah, that, ticket. That, I will heckle the hell out of you. Oh my god. <laughs> Please. But Dequel, my question for you is real quick. I finished writing my set yesterday. This weekend, if you got ten minutes, let me run it by you. Okay. If you laugh twice, that means these guys will laugh ten times. You're a tougher audience than them. So. I, I told him, listen, I, I told him, okay. listen, we, I, I'm going to give him a little leeway on some of his jokes. I'm gonna, I said, yeah, listen, yeah. I like that. <laughs> Go ahead and run that Bobby dog, G. Bush approves. G. Bush liked the one of them to quote. I think it's going to be pretty good. Secondly, this is a text from Tyvis that I need to read word for word. Oh, <laughs> Quote, can you put me and Dequel in some sort of box? There you go. Quote from Tyvis. Tell Dequel he want to be me wearing Cleveland hats. He the biggest flaw. Hated on JOK like that. LOL. <laughs> Bro, listen, Tybus, Tybus, you have one you have one Guardians hat. That hat he got is better than every hat and helmet you got right now. I'm sorry that I don't have that hat. He got an inside job for somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody to get that hat. No, Tybus, you are incorrect. I'm ty- I'm, I'm texting Tybus right now, guys. <laughs> well, I want to tell you how badly you got into Tybus's head on Wednesday. Okay. This oh, it was it was good. This is it was a good. true story. <laughs> yeah. I was making a point to Tybus about how we see ourselves and how that's so different yes. from how everyone right, else sees right, us. Right. Right. And what I said is, I said, Tybus, when you look in the mirror, you see perfection. You don't see any flaws. But when other people see you, they just see you differently. And <laughs> right. Tyvis was, or DeQuell was watching and he texted and he said, 
Tyvis, you're flawed. Now, that's <laughs> what it was in reference to. It was yeah. a callback to that conversation. Right, right. Dude, right. three times during uh-huh. the show, he looked at his phone. He's like, the hell is he talking about? I'm flawed. When the show was over, he sat there quiet for two minutes, staring at his phone. He was quiet. Oh, wow. And then he goes, man, I still can't figure out why DeQuell got to text me and tell me I'm flawed. (laughs) So when I finally broke it down to him, he was was relieved to know that you were joking and that you weren't seriously looking him at him as, as if he might have a flaw. That man oh. has thin skin, and you're oh. living in his head rent-free. Oh, I know. oh, I'm so glad you told me that. So I'm going to lay it on him right now. That's, him. that's true. He was checking his joint like he had the lottery number. The lottery but, he, but he responded immediately. I don't know how he responded to my text. I was like, okay, maybe he must have forgotten or something like that. But I'll make sure I, I He did. I you know what? You know how it was to quell. He doesn't pay attention to anything anybody says but him. He, it was, he was being ridiculous. He was being ridiculous. Last week. And he was. That. Being very ridiculous. He was in his, his bag. <laughs> he was in his bag. Like, oh, let's, let's bring you back down to earth. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere so. Leroy is taking notes. He was he was carrying the banner for the Eli Apple parade. And there were only two yeah. people in the parade, Tyvis and Eli. And that was it. That's it. Yeah. Boy. It. No. I'll take him down a notch next Wednesday. Don't worry. I got I, I to go for Tyvis. Jaquel, if you can't, if you think of it, set an alarm on your phone for next Wednesday at 11.05 yeah, and lie. just shoot him a text and be like, bro, you are so flawed. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'll, I'll remind you, Jaquel. I will remind you that that would be a great way to start with this show. Video clip. Like, bro, you're flawed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we, should do, we should do a cold open. We should Jaquel. do a cold open. I, I'll, I'll talk to you offline. We'll do a cold open. We'll start yeah, Wednesday's show with the message for, for Tyvis. He'll be so rattled. He'll need a standing eight count before yeah, he can talk. It's going to be rough. That's my guy. It's all it's all in love, man. It's all yes. in love. Dequell, you're Thanks, the best, Dequell. man. All right, bro. See you, man. Thank you. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.